An anniversary gives us the opportunity to reflect, to remember, to take stock. In this case, still to grieve, still to mourn. And we're doing that right now. And it's something that is within London and will always be within London. But it also gives us an opportunity to say, we're going to be better because there was a tragedy. We have to be better. Things have to change. We cannot have this happen again. And a year ago, we heard from Mariam Hamou, who is now a city councillor. We heard from Ali Chabar. And they have been nice enough to join us again a year later. And they join us now on London Live. Mariam, last year, you used the words... We don't really need to point blame. You said we're still rough around the edges. We still have a lot we have to do. Here we are, 365 days later. Do you get the impression that we are taking any steps, or are we still at that very infancy of maybe making some decent and lasting change? No, um, uh, thanks, Mike, for the question. Actually, it it. I think we're on our way. I think we've taken some steps. Um, we're moving forward. We've been speaking to the National Council of Canadian Muslims and the municipality. The City of London is now a representative around um, Canada. The municipality of uh, the City of London uh, is a representative, a representative around Canada for how to treat Islamophobia. So we have um, an 11-point plan that we've spoken with NCCM about and we're trying to um, uh, implement all of the 11 points. So so there's that happening on the municipal level and I know that the feds and the province are all, are also working towards implementing some of these resolutions as well. Well, that right there is a positive step. Absolutely a positive step, as long as it continues to move forward. Ali, last year at this time, we heard you talk about walking into the mosque and and remembering the Quebec City massacre as you did and how often that came into your mind and how often you thought of the little microtransgressions. How about you one year later? Do you sense a difference? Uh, I think it's a, a long conversation, uh, Mike, and I don't I don't mean it in the context of this conversation we're having right now. I mean it in a in a kind of societal perspective. Do I still feel it? Yeah, I still feel it. Um, do I still have those thoughts when I walk into the mosque on a Friday about concerns? Yeah, I, I do. Uh, and I think that's probably a byproduct of the trauma that still lives with members of the Muslim community um, that flows not just from what happened in London one year ago today, but what happened in Quebec City, what happened in New Zealand, what happened in Pittsburgh, like like every single time there's one of these attacks that take place, we relive that trauma. And um, here in London, it's been a heavy 24, 48 hours, these past 48 hours. If I'm being honest with you, Mike, it's been a heavy year. And um, these events and these this work that we're doing is, is part of the healing process. It's part of the process to try to ensure that, um, you know, we take the necessary steps to, if we can't eliminate this from ever happening again, at least taking the steps to mitigate that we'll uh, ever find ourselves in a situation like that. But it, the work, the work has just begun. It's, it's a long, long, long road ahead. 
Ali Chabar joining us. Mariam Hamoud joining us. Mariam, when it comes to the 11 points, are there mm-hmm. any that stand out to you that you think, yeah, no, this this could get us started? Well, I mean, just the fact that we're trying to make amends with the Muslim community and doing some outreach that way, I think the best thing you can do is to listen to a community as opposed to to making your own um, decisions on things. You have to go seek out what it is, get to the grassroots, figure out what's wrong and try to correct it that way. And I think that's kind of the starting point here is that we have to get close to the community, the Muslim community and to Muslim people and to understand what it is that's happening on the ground level to eliminate any type of hate that's happening going forward. So, um, you know, talking to the school boards, talking to the libraries, talking to all the, the different institutions within London to kind of eradicate um, Islamophobia from happening on a systemic, societal, and all all levels going forward. And we have heard signs of that or examples of that because we were able to have a conversation with Munya Hadara from the Youth Coalition Combating Islamophobia. And how about the job that they have done in planning events for yesterday and today and certainly moving forward? And Munya had said that she notices there are English teachers, for instance, now thinking through their syllabus in a different way, including texts that maybe they wouldn't have before to have those discussions. They seem like little things, but Ali, isn't it about identifying those little things that we need to call out and appreciating the little things that are happening. Is that, is that moving forward? Yeah, a hundred percent. You do enough little things and they become a big thing. And uh, I think it's a multifaceted approach uh, where uh, the symbolism versus the substantive, they're both important in their own regard. Uh, So the symbolic acts, that we've, you know, whether it's wearing a purple and green ribbon or lowering a flag to half mast or, or, or putting up, you know, a, we stand with our London family, those symbolic matters, uh, those symbolic acts are important. They have value. They need to be done and they need to be seen to be done. And so um, words matter. Speaking the right words matter uh, from our political leaders, from our elected officials, uh, from our education leaders, our police uh, it's it's incredibly important to say the right words. But what one of the themes that permeated a lot of what was happening yesterday with the youth and that have been said over and over and over again is that um, symbolism is great and it serves a purpose, but it's the substantive work that needs to be done uh, to tackle the issue of Islamophobia and hate in general, right? So whether we're talking about Islamophobia or anti-Semitism or anti-Black or anti-Indigenous or, or whatever the manifestation of the hate, it all kind of flows from the same root, right? Uh, the root being hatred, and then it just kind of manifests itself in that way. But to Miriam's point, um, the conversation has started. The work is done. Uh, these anniversaries, June 6th, um, it's human nature to kind of uh, focus on something in the moment and then, you know, life gets in the way and work gets in the way. And then, you know, uh, this anniversary is tragic and as sad and as heavy as it is. Uh, I hope it always serves as a, uh, a reminder and a catalyst for us to say, Hey, you know what? Keep on going. There's important work to be done. Keep your eye on the prize uh, uh, because we have to honor the legacy of the FSL family. And I can't think of a better way to honor their legacy than to um, get structural systemic uh, legislative change uh, that will try to avoid this from ever happening again. 
There we are. Look at the strength of what that would be in structural and legislative and substantive change. We're talking with Ali Jabbar and Mariam Hamu, and we're looking at, at where we sit right now. And the two of you have certainly pointed to some positives. And, you know, you, you, you can't ask for more than feeling you're, you're striding at least forward. Mariam, after today, because today becomes that day when there is a lot of attention, and yesterday there was a lot of attention, but after today, is there anything that, that you would like everyone to keep in mind, everyone to try to do in order to make this not just, okay, it's June the 6th and now we talk about it. No, that that's not going to make that change. Doing things, thinking things every day, that's going to make yeah. the change. Yeah, and and it and it goes back to a couple of points. Like you know, Ali was saying how you know we're we're re-traumatized, and and I agree. And it's all it's about all types of hate. And you know, watching what's happening in the United States with with this, the shootings, and all of those have been re- hate based. So again, we're re-traumatized over and over again. But we shouldn't let the Abzal family's deaths happen in vain. And that we just have to be a kinder. Um, more loving and caring society. And and Rumina Morris said something today at the memorial, um, and she said that anybody who who you see being treated badly, just think that they are you or your child or some or somebody who you love, and try to or try to remove that hate, speak up against it. So it's something that that she that really like stayed with me uh, when I heard her say that, and I just want that to keep to remain for people to hear that if you do see something um speak up about speak up about it that's the everyday stuff that we can do speak up about it be kind be caring love each other that's what has to happen we have to be a caring and kind society um yeah it's such a a great message and it's it's one of those things that's easy that doesn't cost money That, that doesn't that doesn't take time you you don't have to say okay i'm going to give eight hours of my saturday to be kind to be better to look to somebody and and say that's not the way it should be treated ali i don't understand why we don't spend more time trying to live in each other's shoes because we all live such unique and exciting lives that should be one of those things but but we don't if we did if we did maybe we'd have a better appreciation yeah a hundred percent uh mike i think um part of the solution to this problem is uh everybody taking the time uh to to have some introspection, right? To ask about what can we do on a personal level to to tackle Islamophobia? What can we do on a personal level to tackle hate and prejudice? We we talk about curriculum where we talk about changing laws and we talk about structural manifestations and we talk about, uh, you know, policies. And I know people might say, well, laws and curriculum and policy, what can I do? Like uh, that's, that's government or that's politicians or that's, uh, you know, education, I can't impact that. And and um, what I would say is that there's different people play different roles. So to, to Mariam's point, um, when you're doing that introspection, you think, well, what can I do? There's some really um, seemingly easy, I know they're difficult in some regards, but if you hear somebody say something hateful or hurtful, um, I know all of us have been in a situation at one point in our lives where we hear something, we say, oh, I should have said something, but I didn't because it would have been awkward. I didn't want to get involved or it really doesn't involve me, but call it out, call it out in real time. That's an act of defiance and that's an act of protest. And it may seem 
insignificant, but it's meaningful. It is meaningful beyond words. Um, also, we all live in this. We have, you know, this social media, this social media platforms. Use your platform, use your voice, use your pen and your post and your Twitter feed. Use it to advance a narrative. Use it to advance positivity and caring. Um, use it to, to, to amplify the voice of others. And if you think, well, uh, Ali, why, why do I, well, I have 10 followers or I have 50 followers. No one ever cares what I, what I tweet about or what I post about. They care. I promise you, I promise you, they care. And we don't have an appreciation. None of us really have an appreciation for the, the, the ripple effect. One tweet can turn into a, a, a thousand tweets and, and one, one post can reach a thousand people and, and you think it's insignificant and it's not. So use your voice, your pen, your post, use your influence. And uh, those small things, Mike, to go back to your original point, all those small things, those seemingly small things are anything, but you add them all up together and they become large and impactful. And that's how we, that's how we uh, write the next chapter. Allie, Miriam, thank you so much for your time today. Thanks, Mike. You're welcome.